welcome to episode 38 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Alberton, and who are the camp counselors with me tonight? Oh, Stefan JD. Stuart Hughes. And Bill Tucker. Our special guest. Hey. Welcome to bring us on board, and he came on board on a on a wonderful episode. <laughs> I hope. Fuck! Oh. I should have said Stuart Hughes part two. God damn it! Ooh, see, yeah. ah. see, I couldn't come up with anything clever. Yeah, I was. Oh god, I was thinking about it beforehand. I was like, what can we say this week? I already. I, I had a couple of things. Like first thing I had was, who are the horny counselors with me? And Tiff just looked at me like, what? And then we watched the first movie. She's like, oh, that would have worked. Yeah. Just started out with like. Like Stefan Stefan JD takes Manhattan. <laughs> you know, that would have been good. Stuart Hughes goes to hell. <laughs> He's already there. Call Virginia <laughs> on his face. Stuart X. Bill Tucker. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get too much farther, two th- three things I want to mention. One, welcome to week two of our Spooktober, which I completely forgot to mention last week at any point in the beginning of the episode of our six part spooky games we're doing for, for the month of October. Even though it's coming out right before, right? Well, right before October, or no, this comes out on depending on where you are, October first. The first one was yeah, like the last week of September. Yeah. The problem with it was we were like, hey, let's do horror games for October, and then we had like twelve games that we all thought would be good, and mm-hmm. whittled them down. We're like, eh, it's okay if it runs over a little bit. <laughs> it it changed. Well, this one was originally from earlier in season two, and I actually had switched this game around because. I want to have a short game before we went into the craziness of Spooktober. <laughs> but well, that's kind of how this happened. Also, one thing I do want to mention, which I did mention in the Facebook group, but I forgot to say this last week, is we hit 5,000 downloads. Well, now we're at 5,250 hey. as of this recording. But <laughs> we Very hit our nice. 5K milestone. So thank you, everyone, who's been taking the time out to listen to us. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, also, we are going to be doing... Either this week or next week, there will be a special where we're going to release thanks to us hitting 5K, which we're going to be talking about random topics. Kind of like we did with the Origin thing. God, back when we hit 1,000 months ago. So we have something planned. Either I, we're, <laughs> we're release it this week or next week. I haven't decided yet. Maybe it's going to be more coherent this time, though. <laughs> well, I won't be drinking this time because you cannot. I cannot record while drinking. I drink one beer, and I'm like, where, where am I? Who am I? <laughs> I don't know how Austin does it on Trash Talk, where he just gets wasted and does a podcast. I have no fucking idea. I was uh, like, my problem is I'm such a heavyweight. So when I went on Trash Talk, they were like, they all had like a like a beer or two. They were like already losing it, and I was like three or four beers in, and I was like, I feel fine. <laughs> oh, I I can't drink that much. Not that bad. Oh, and well, right to, before, and yes. Oh, I was just say that just to uh, back that up. I have a beer uh, right now, so uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't beer. ask. Uh, so oh, you're good. We just, I mean, I drink sometimes. I drank last week. It depends on the episode. But I have a, uh, I have a so. Wegmans watermelon sparkling water, which tastes like bubble gum. Sounds nice. del- this sounds delightful. I'm <laughs> drinking good at the same I'm time. Drinking, I'm drinking coffee because I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I should, I do want to give a shout out to another podcast called Movement Radio. It's a podcast with, where they talk about professional wrestling. And topics such as wrestling, sports, haunted places, and they put, they cover a bunch of random topics. Um, there will be a link in the show notes. If you try to search them, Movement Radio will get you a Christian podcast. So it's not the one you're looking for. <laughs> um, but there will be a link in our show notes if you want to follow these guys. They're also on all the podcasting things. And I think we should get this show on the road since it's been four minutes. Uh, Stefan, do you want to introduce the lovely, wonderful game you, 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 you chose for us tonight? 
Yeah, we're playing Friday the 13th on the original Nintendo, which came out in 1989, and it was made by Atlas Games. Which I, who, I did not know that. Yeah, who yeah. I think also did in another amazing game called Superman 64. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, what did you guys think about Friday the 13th? I like how you didn't even mention like Persona. like their most famous <laughs> game series. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Also, they made one of the most famous games of all time, but we're not going to mention that. No, I, I want to keep it where, is, yeah. Well, this is published by LJN, which is also important because LJN is known as like Bad Game Company. So, That's what LJN stands for is Bad Game Company. It's close they enough, isn't it? Even get that right. <laughs> I know, but they make bad. They they're known for bad. They're known as being bad games. Well, they were one of those like toy companies that decided back in. For those who don't know, back in the uh, the late nineties, late eighties, early nineties, that was when like the second um, video game crash happened, <laughs> and when a bunch <laughs> of toy companies were like, "Yeah, these video games." I don't know why they talk like old newsies. <laughs> oh, these video games are selling well. Let's get on the action. That's all the podcast. <laughs> That's all I got. Tune in for our games. Stay for my weird voices that are all <laughs> disconnected. <laughs> uh, uh, first, I, I do want to ask before we before we dive into the game. Who else had played this before Stefan picked this for the show? I, I had, of course. No. I had never <laughs> played it. I, I we were all quiet, like, who's going to answer first? I know, oh, that is right. my fault. <laughs> um, I had never played it, but I was always aware of it because the, despite how bad this, uh, this game was reviewed, I would like the, the, the version of Jason Voorhees in the game is very popular. Mm-hmm actual like visual aesthetic of this Jason Voorhees is very, very popular. So I, I was always aware that it existed. I was always aware of like that Jason Voorhees. Yeah. It's uh, used. I think um, when the new Friday, the 13th game was being made, they gave away that skin of the one that's in this game for free when, yeah. cause they were like falling behind in schedule or some crap like that. Well, it's a very easy skin. Just die in blue. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I I had played this once at a friend's house. I must have been like 16, or I don't know if I even played it, but I must have been 15 or 16, let's say. I went over to my friend's house. He had an NES, and he couldn't get the, and his, one of his friends trying to get the game to work, and it wouldn't work. He had to tap the, he tapped the cartridge, blew in it, like shook it, and then it worked, and I saw this game for the first time, and I saw maybe five minutes of it before they just turned it off, and that was the last I ever saw. Until <laughs> uh, did he um, try rubbing his balls on it? That works for me. He did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just curious. That, that's a technique. Um, All right. <laughs> certainly an option. <laughs> oh. uh, I have a theory, though, on uh, why Jason looks the way he does in this. Um, because it was developed by Atlas, who's Japanese. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll send this to you guys right now. But Friday the 13th Part 3, the poster in Japan, he actually is purple. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I don't... That's what they thought he looked like. Yeah, so I'm like, I think that's what they went off of—a rough poster. That yep. that makes a lot of sense. That's really funny, actually. I was actually going to mention that too, but he beat me to it. There's a YouTube video that <laughs> talked about. It. That's where I heard about it. It mm. makes sense that oh. nobody who made this game like watched any of the movies, really. Yeah. Yeah. My next question I want to be: Who actually played this game without cheating? It wasn't I did. me. I did. I did. Oh, so yeah. I'm the only asshole in the group. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say I played it well. I just said I played it. I didn't do a very good job at playing it without cheats, but I tried to have the real experience. Yeah. Of, of dying. 
of dying over and over and over and incessant warnings and alarms to run across a camp to save dying children. So that's what I got to do for a lot of time over the last week and change. <laughs> Which is very funny because I'm pretty sh sure Stu remembers this too, but in Jason lore, he actually doesn't kill any children. He just kills teenagers. Yeah. There's, I guess, and two he... movies where he does see kids, but he doesn't kill them or something. He just avoids right. them. Um, oh, mm -hmm. God, what's the kid's name now? I'm going to forget. Uh, uh, Jarvis. Isn't it Tommy Jarvis's brother or something? Or well, Tommy, Tommy Jarvis. Tommy yeah. Jarvis is, like, a huge part of the lore. <laughs> in the movies he's kind of like i guess he's, he's kind of like jason's arch nemesis <laughs> in a way oh before yeah. we get any farther i should say spoilers for this game and spoilers for the movies even though it doesn't give us matter but i want to say it so yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> tommy jarvis first played by uh Corey feldman mm -hmm. before he yeah, lost his mind that's right <laughs> before he lost his mind <laughs> before he lost his mind well he's before lost he, his, he is a hundred percent he's lost his mind now he is crazy <laughs> Oh, I mean, he's like, he's not like dangerous crazy. <laughs> he's just like really <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. I also want to say that until the show, like when the problem with this game is it explains nothing to you and it lies to you in the first screen. Yeah. Use the torch to light the fireplaces. That's not how this works. Well, kind of. Well, it does. It kind of sort of <laughs> does. You I'm need a lighter to I'm light the say, fireplaces. I'm going to say this game was misunderstood. Yes. I kind of agree. I actually do. I think this is at this game. We'll get into it, but this is an interesting failure. Yeah. It has a lot of good ideas that were, if it, this game needed three more months in like in the oven to, to, for people to kind of balance it. Um, if it were more balanced, this could be a pretty solid game. There's lots of really good ideas. Uh, mm. Just really bad execution. This game is not balanced. If you, no. if you don't know what to do, you will fall, fail and fail and fail again. Well, here's well, my thing. I think thing. that's partially it, that's just yeah. because it's an NES game. And Good point. back in those days, it was like, fuck it, they'll figure it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the instruction booklet, it actually does give you like hints of what to do yep. and how to do it. So, I mean, it's it it's vague only in that if you threw away your instruction booklet, you were a dumbass, <laughs> you are I guess. done. And you're done. There's <laughs> yeah. no chance. Or if you rendered the toast. game. Did the yeah. instruction mm -hmm. booklet also give you like the fact that the counselor, count, counselors, the fact that the different counselors had different like stats to them. No, it doesn't um, mention that. I don't. I'm actually looking at it right now because okay. mm -hmm. um, I didn't and, realize. Yeah, I didn't realize that they had different stats to them until mm -hmm. I like was no. looking up information about the game. No, it just it just it's gives cool. you their dumb faces in cartoon form, staring at you, and their names. <laughs> it's just six dumb faces. That's all it is. So they, are do counts. they don't help you too much, but um, yeah, we'll probably get into the mechanics and such. But it's this is an interesting failure. That's how I label mm -hmm. it. That's a good way to yeah. say it. I mean, I'll probably be the mean guy in this game just because someone has to be, and I, I want to be, so. Well, I thought I was going to be for sure. I thought going in, I was like, this game, like, I've heard nothing but shitty things about this game. It's so crappy. I'm going to, like, destroy this game when we get to the actual podcast. And then when I played it, I was like, I think uh, I think I might be coming around on this. It's not too bad. <laughs> I think I understand I, this game. I wish it wasn't I, impossible. I, yeah. yeah. It's not, I, I had a hard time with the whole dodging Jason I, which is like Punch-Out, I guess, which I never played Punch-Out. Oh, it's it's 100% exactly like Punch-Out. My controller. Yeah. Not, let's say my controller's not licensed by Nintendo, let's say. So it might have not been as receptive enough to do that. 
Well, it's it's kind of like Punch Out. It's actually a little bit more difficult because in Punch Out you can just tap left or right, and in this game you have to press down and left or down and right. Yeah, yeah and it makes it makes it so much harder. Jason is a fucking beast in this game. Well, well controllers I guess were a lot simpler back in those days. Yeah. <laughs> See, my thing was yeah. um. So I guess question is how how far did everyone get without cheats? Oh, I beat the game. Uh, oh, you finished yeah, it? I beat wow. It twice. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh, I only I got turn? I beat Jason once, and that was that was the end of it. I beat. I it saw Jason playing it again as well. Was that count? <laughs> I saw him. I saw him in a room. <laughs> he hit me. Fair. And then I put Game Genie codes in, and he didn't hit me anymore. without any problems. So. <laughs> I say I like it gets a lot easier as you go along because you start finding like the better weapons, and you get a sense of once you get a sense of Jason's like his pattern, it becomes way easier because yes. he's got a very mm -hmm. simple attack pattern. <laughs> Yes, it's really straightforward, especially the first day. Um, my issue was always dying too early and having my other camp counselors, when they're being attacked, as they're getting attacked, their life is going down. Oh, so yeah. no matter what I do, I and I tried to strategically place my counselors in the right place and make sure the slow, terrible ones were in close proximity, but <laughs> it was always the timing thing for me. And the See, woods are a weird. disaster, but we'll get to that, I'm sure, too. Oh, yeah, the, the woods are actually really, you can get lost in them super easily. But see, that's weird to me that you guys use the other counselors because I actually had the opposite effect where I would just use Mark pretty much the whole game. Like I would chase after Jason the whole entire game. And uh, for whatever reason, like when you're outside facing him on the main trail, you can just continuously spam at him and he hardly ever hits you. And that's always the best place to like fight him. Hmm. Yeah. So I like I fighting him outside. Yeah, I I hate it going in the cabins. Period. I was all about Mark and uh, Chrissy because Chrissy's by far the best. Chrissy like yeah. she runs super fast. She's got like the fastest running speed, the highest jump. Uh, she throws fast. The only thing that like is her downfall is that she's a slow rower. But like yeah. the rowing section is like rowing is not that big of a deal. Oh, no, and he no. hits you every time when you're rowing. We'll just switch to so you switch to like Mark or Paul, and they've got super fast rowing. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Yeah, Mark and Chrissy are the two that are basically the only ones you need to worry about. I actually, after my my failure, I'm like I beat him once, and that's fine for me. Impressive. I'm good. Um, <laughs> then I watched a, a a let's play of someone doing it in within under a half an hour, and I discovered that yeah, Mark is basically it's all you really need. So it's like ah, yeah, that would have been nice to know. Well, but, we should describe yeah. like what the whole conceit of the game is because it's kind of yeah. odd <laughs> kind of it's it's like you're hunting jason while he's hunting kids yeah yeah that's a good way of putting it yeah he's like <laughs> like he's like you're on so you're in camp crystal lake um which is apparently way bigger than it is in any of the movies <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a whole national park um it's, yeah <laughs> there's it's a like lot of running a lot of side-scrolling running in this game, too. Yeah. yeah, and the cabins are spread out. I, I really enjoy the fact that the cabins are spread out across the entirety of Camp Crystal Lake rather than being in, like, one central area. So, <laughs> like, let's say, like, you get to the end of your, you know, a normal night of camping, and everyone's just finished dinner, and they all have to go back to their, their, yeah, right. their cabins. Like, one kid has to walk five feet, and two other kids have to walk, like, a, like a mile or two <laughs> to get to their <laughs> cabin on the other side of the lake. One kid's I, rowing. Yeah, one kid's like <laughs> rowing across to go to sleep. Uh, I didn't think about that, but that's a very good point. Because it, 
<laughs> this game has a really like a, a large map, like we were saying, where you run around and saw a side scroller. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, we should explain that a little bit because it can be confusing. So the map yeah. is circular, and sure when you're going right, you're going counterclockwise around it. And when you're going left, you're going clockwise. So <laughs> if you branch off into another little circular piece, you have to keep remembering to go right for clockwise and yeah. the opposite. Yeah. And there's three circles for this for the map. Yeah. There's, mm -hmm. two, there's one giant circle and two concentric circles within it. Yep. It's such a screwed up game. It's very odd. It's very <laughs> it's a very odd setup. But like, yeah, once you figure out the movement in it, it becomes a lot easier again. The hard part is like when you realize that somebody's in trouble and they're nowhere near you, and you really gotta book it. Mm -hmm. Because they, like they said, Jason's thing. hunting the kids, they can and move so, a lot yeah. of health. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and it's, somebody there's the thing too in the woods as well. You can get super lost. It reminded me of, um, yep. like, uh, is it Resident Evil Zero, where you'll put like Rebecca in a room and then you'll play as the other dude, um, whose name I can't remember. We're just calling him Snake. <laughs> dude. Yeah. I'm gonna call him Snake. Billy he looks Cohen. like Snake from The Simpsons. Um, Billy Cohen. <laughs> Billy Cohen. That's it. Billy Snake yeah. Cohen. But you'll get like the alarm that's like Billy's in trouble, and you have to switch to him, and you realize he's getting munched on by a zombie. It's like mm -hmm. it reminds me a lot of that that play style, where it's like like Mark's being killed. So wait, quick, go find Mark and prevent Jason from killing him. That's a good comparison. Yeah, and it was it's... interesting too when it comes to when it comes to that that um, that mechanic. It's actually a great example of the game having a good idea but failing in implementation. Uh, the idea that you can't, and this is in case you don't know, you can't just switch your character on the fly. Your character has to be in a small cabin before you switch. That's a really good idea because in the theme of the game or in the world of the game, the, you, your character can't just sit there on the side of the road while you go to the <laughs> idea. The idea is that your character has to hide, and then you can go and change to another <laughs> character. And that kind of makes sense. But it's also horrific because now, if you're in the woods, like I yeah. am, and you're lost, you're boned. Like, there's nothing you can do except just hit up, down, up, down, and pray you get out in time. Um, oh, my God. Which is terrible. This game is Martian Gothic. This game is 1989 Martian Gothic. <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew it. I know it's a replay, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's a terrible game. Yeah, yeah, we should do it someday. 1980, I think 1985 game, is what it was, that was just like... Oh God, it, it's it's so bad. It came mm -hmm. out like the Commodore 64, and I think there were probably like three games on the Commodore 64 that are actually still playable today. <laughs> if that Commodore 64 yeah. just was just inundated with shit games. Oh, and this is one thing that I don't think anybody realized at the time, but at least this game is class Friday the 13th is classified as a survival horror game, which is 100 yeah. percent accurate. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Survival, it that. doesn't feel like one at first like because you're a platformer you're jumping around but it, it is 100 percent one it's just well, the early version of one well this is where yeah. i'm going to make my point that this isn't a survival horror game and this is why i think this game is misunderstood this was a parody game this game was a parody of friday the 13th <laughs> because huh. you are you are boxing jason a la punch out <laughs> like like you there's 15 kids scattered around this massive camp and just counselors and they're just all like jason's hunting you but at the same time you are actively hunting jason and trying to kill him the whole point of the game is you have to defeat jason three times and then you win yeah mm -hmm. and like it's got <laughs> something about the music it's only got two tracks in it pretty That's much it. Um, music? 
That's weird. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. Uh, but the music was so, like, basically... It was so, like, basic horror music. This game felt like I was playing a joke. Like, this was a joke game that somebody made. <laughs> it is a joke, but not meant to be, I don't think. Like, I'm convinced that, yeah, like, some Japanese guys in Atlas saw the poster for Friday the 13th, and they were, like, as a joke on the side, like, while they were making some other game, they are like, let me just make, like, some shitty Friday the 13th game and throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock is a joke, that's for sure. Yeah. Not, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, uh, this game feels like such a, this game feels like it feels like the kind of game you would see somebody playing in a friday the 13th movie <laughs> yeah that's what, I, I can get with that yeah i don't yeah. know if i could yeah i can get with that totally i don't know about a parody i just think again this is probably the <laughs> and again i wish i could wish we talked to people who made this this i'm really curious because again as we had talked about at the open um, this was a time where LGN and a lot of game t- toy companies were getting into games and just cranking these things out. You know, the right. classic Nightmare on Elm Street and your Friday the 13th. They were just firing these things out to gain some sort of market share back. Uh, so I just wonder if, like you said, some a, a bunch of Japanese developers getting a script or somebody writing down the synopsis of Friday the 13th and saying, all right, well, in Japan, we guess we can killing kids, I guess, is OK. We'll just make that part of it, which is also <laughs> very it. grim when you think about it. But. Also, it's not okay, and I think Japan has a bunch of weird laws when it comes to stuff like that. I should hope so. Well, I mean, yeah. like, not real laws, but I mean, not like hey, when it comes to TV taboos. stuff. Like, yeah. they're very against having that shown in movies and games, I, I uh, want to say. I yeah. think you're thinking of China, Mike. Uh, China <laughs> yeah. doesn't like a lot of things, but... Yeah. <laughs> Mainly ghosts. China hate ghosts. Yep. I don't know what they, it is about yeah. that. <laughs> they wouldn't show the uh, Ghostbusters 2016 movie over there, which yeah. actually is beneficial to them. I think, uh, yeah, that's the one time <laughs> they came out. I want to say, like, one of the Avengers, I think it was one of the Avengers movies they had to, like, really severely edit. Like, I think in Civil War, you know, Civil War starts with, like, Tony talking about his parents and showing that, like, that flashback. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, it's a computer. But it's like, I think that was edited. I, I don't quote me on this, but I want to say somebody told me that that was edited out in the Chinese version because it was like too ghost adjacent. It's really funny. That means like, if that's the case, then people in, in China were like watching Civil War and going like, why the fuck is Tony so angry at Richard Soldier? Like, what did he do? <laughs> yeah, they, they hate ghosts. Oh, you learned it here first. Yeah. Factual. <laughs> It's one of those weird uh, things okay. where nobody can judge the Chinese market for movies at all. Like, no one knows what's going to do well over there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, that uh, that Great Wall movie with Matt Damon and Willem Dafoe. That movie was, like, that, that was a Chinese movie that did, like, like fucking gangbusters in China. And people watch it here, and they're like, I don't really get this. <laughs> Didn't Warcraft do really well in China? But Warcraft did definitely... phenomenal in China. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It it fucking destroyed the box office over there. Yeah, which makes no sense. All right, back to Friday Thirteenth. One other thing, like this game has you jumping around, and one thing that's really stupid is you start off with a rock because you know people mm-hmm. throw rocks at and at Jason and in, in some weird world. And as you kill zombies, zombies for who knows who knows why they're zombies, but you kill zombies and you have to jump to make items spawn, and they'll spawn a lighter, and it will spawn a knife, a and butter knife. Potions. 
Anarchy. <laughs> I just, I like, as an aside, I looked up like the top American movies in China. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so Warcraft is on there. Now you see me too. Not necessarily oh. the first one. The second one did way better. And Seven Years in Tibet, which I would think would do really poorly in China. Wow. It's a good movie, by the way. It is, but I just I can't imagine that movie doing well in China. <laughs> they kind of have a whole thing going on with Tibet. Right. When it took over. That's a whole other conversation. And the last, witch hunter, <laughs> the last witch hunter is also very popular in China. That's terrible. They love Vin Diesel. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. All right. But you get vitamins so. that heal you in this game. Like mm. not good though. Like don't they only work if you die? Yeah. No. Well, if you're well, if your health is depleted to the bottom, then they get used. Is what it is. Okay. And you can yeah. also use them to heal other counselors. Okay. So, so you can mm -hmm. if you run into another counselor, you can cure them with potions you have. Potions with whatever <laughs> those things, jar, red jars of life that you have. Jelly. But the, that's again jelly. another part of this game is that you can't heal yourself on mm -hmm. on demand. You, you, yeah. It is impossible to do so, which again, and again, those health potions basically provide one extra hit. I think it's like six or eight. Yep. Basically, you get one extra hit against Jason, and uh, you're still toast. You die so damn fast with Jason. Like Even with save states, I could not save and fight Jason normally. Even like I say before the fight, no matter how many times I tried, I just couldn't do it. Hence the yeah. reason why I had cheat codes later. But the trick is just like hold down the dodge button pretty much. Yeah, it's very specific timing. Yeah, you can get the rhythm down. I actually, my final run through of it is when I beat Jason for the first time. I was down to Chrissy with half life. Everyone else is dead. Two kids hanging out in a cabin somewhere, you know, just huddled together, I'm assuming. And I was able to beat Jason with a knife. And it took about 15 minutes. I just sat there. And I'm like, I'm not going to sleep until I defeat you with this knife, Jason. That was good. <laughs> So you, it is doable without it's it's a pain in the ass without real weaponry without the torch and again we'll talk about that I'm sure but um, yeah. that was kind of where I was at. Oh, that torch you is keep... phenomenal. Oh yeah, that's like this oh, okay. yeah. I couldn't find the torch because the guide I was using lied to me like everything else oh, in this no. game. Uh, <laughs> you no. have to, to get the torch. You have to read these notes and then go in a certain cabin. But the guide I was reading told me to go into the woods and go yeah. up and yeah. up. The guy didn't lie to you. That that could actually work too. The, yeah. the thing I know with the torch is that you have to light all the fireplaces first. And that gives you the flashlight though. Uh, yeah, and the flashlight's pretty yeah, if you light all the all the um light all the fireplaces, you get the flashlight. And uh, yeah. which is I think oh, pretty useless. That I just reveals it it's it's was the useless. guide was the guide a British guide? Was it written in England? I, don't I know. wonder. Because they call flashlights torches. Oh, <gasps> Oh my god. Oh. I wonder if that's what happened. I wonder if it was a British guy writing the guide and he was like super confused about the fact that there's a torch well, and a flashlight. Fla I mean, I was lighting all the fireplaces. Because I, I was playing, I used to health cheat so I couldn't get hurt Jason. So when I ran into Jason, I'm like, okay, I'll just stand here and keep hitting you. I don't care what the hell you can do to me. And he could still kill the kids, but he couldn't kill me or any of the counselors. At least I don't know if he killed them. I didn't find out. But he couldn't hurt them during that timer. And I was trying to get the torch. I was trying to get other weapons. I couldn't get anything but the butter knife. Because mm. to me, it's a butter knife because it's useless. Again. <clears throat> but you have to, when you go in these cabins, like the game, the screen transforms from a side scroller to a weird, I don't know what the hell to call it. You can go like forward, forward, left. You can go around the cabin. Yeah. It's really weird. Like imagine like me playing, it feels like an old PC game. It's like Quark mm -hmm. or Quark or whatever it was called. Yeah. It's Quark. Whereas, yeah, like move forward, move left, move right. It's terrible. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, yeah. it turns into like a <laughs> it turns into like a single scroll game. It's really odd, but I I really enjoyed that actually. I enjoyed like it going from side scroller to suddenly becoming an entirely different game. Whenever you play Jason, yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, I think it actually works pretty well. I, for me, when I was going through the woods, I quickly realized to do anything in there, I need to draw a map. And then I again quickly realized I'm a grown ass man with a kid. I don't draw maps anymore. Look, I I don't I don't do that. I'm a fancy gentleman. I don't I don't draw maps. So we have the internet. Fault. Yeah, we I have the World Wide Web. We have we have thing. I was just, I was also gonna say uh, Michael was reading the guide that was probably written by the guy who wrote this game. And probably thought be meta like twenty years ago. Let's continue to fuck with people who are looking for a guide on the game that I wrote to fuck with people. I think this would be <laughs> really funny. This might be. I think that's what you ran into. The developers I didn't of watch the game the video. The there's only like three videos I could find on YouTube with guides to this game. One is a guy who who played as a kid who plays through it all, which is a really good video. And the other one I was watching, he kind of breaks it down and he talks about it. Yeah, he. I I couldn't. I was trying to follow his guide. He made this game seem a lot easier than than I was. Able no. to. I couldn't figure yeah. out. You really have to like play it first to know what he's talking about. I I I looked yeah. at that video too, and I was like, mm, this this wouldn't make sense to anybody unless they had already played the game. Then they'd be like, yeah. ah, okay, yeah. It makes, like looking back after I ran through and beat it, and like I watched videos and I read stuff, like I understand this game now. But you mm -hmm. get nothing when you're playing it. I mean, I can't imagine no. kids getting anywhere in this game when you're younger. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Imagine uh, getting it. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I was just say, imagine getting this as a rental, like you said, with without even the instruction instruction manual, and you're just like, oh, well, God. there's my weekend. <laughs> you ain't gonna get nowhere. <laughs> oh, and like you do get, we were talking about a little bit. You do get other weapons in this game, like you do get a torch that we were talking about. You have to do a stupid set of of things to get this torch, and then you can actually do real damage to Jason. Jason has what thirty some health or something. Mm -hmm. A lot. Mm -hmm. And the knife takes like three hits to take off one bar of health, where the torch takes off one bar of health in one hit. And when you fight right. him in the cap, the boxing match, you have to take off so much health or hit him so many times, and then he'll leave, and he'll be yeah. he'll be back or something like that. Part, whatever the hell it's at. Part of the difficulty too is not only being able to fight Jason in the cabins or outside of it, but it's that you only get to hit him, I think, at least seven times or something before he leaves. So you yeah, still have yes. to go chase him down so again. You've defeated Jason for now yeah, yeah for now and i think you have <laughs> a couple of times where i'm oh, sorry I, I think you also have a couple of times whereas you have to fight him a certain amount of times and then once you hit like i think seven or eight times in a day you're basically locked into that battle win or lose yeah. right yeah yeah when he gets That's down there he he will not leave <laughs> yeah right which is <laughs> nice when you're trying to kill mechanic. him <laughs> odd like, game the mechanics <laughs> of this game are very strange Really yeah, cool. again, it's not like you're not trying to if this game came out today, which I mean, I guess it did come out like, what, three years ago, there was the Friday the 13th game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's um, a good game, I think. Yeah, it's all right. It's it's basically like a Dead by Daylight esque game. Um, I but wouldn't say that. It's like Evolve. Remember that game? <laughs> I do remember Evolve, actually. <laughs> no one else does. <laughs> nope. Uh, it was OK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, like if this game came out today as a survival horror, you'd be you'd have some objective. You'd be trying to escape. You'd be trying to get something to get out. Like like the Friday the 13th game. Usually it's like, oh, you've got to find like keys to get to and the gas to get the car running so you can drive away in the car. Or you got to find gas to get the boat running and like engine parts. 
Mm-hmm. This game is just survive for a couple of days and kill and him. Beat Jason. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, you're like we said, you're actively hunting Jason, which from the one movie I watched does not make any sense. So, I, uh, no, it's, no. Uh, <laughs> it's not until like, oh, God, um, like the fifth movie, I want to say, where uh, is it or is it the fourth movie where like they are actively like trying to kill Jason? <laughs> Uh, part six was C.J. Graham. Is that it? Jason yeah. Lives. <laughs> oh. Jason lives. Oh, you guys keep talking well, about Jason. Well, final the movie chapter I had Tommy oh, Jarvis, and that was when like Tommy Jarvis was tricking Jason as a kid, and they were right. like, they were trying to like trick Jason into a trap to kill him. Spoilers for a movie that came out in 1984. <laughs> 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 but like that was the first time like they were actively trying to kill Jason. But yeah, this movie's kind of. Uh, like or this movie this game is kind of odd because yeah like that's why i say it's almost like a parody game because any other game it's just you trying to escape jason but in this game Mm -hmm. you're tracking his ass down you are going to kill him and that was my biggest problem i think and why i why i probably failed at it was i was trying to hide and run and build my characters up enough where when i was confronted by jason i could defend myself and maybe win i didn't treat it as stalking him which i think is definitely the mindset you need to have to be successful Right. Or else you're gonna run into what I did, where he basically just gonna kind of just chip away at you, which is what happens. <laughs> yeah, you actually play this game from the mindset of Jason, and he sees everybody else's Jason. <laughs> That's the real meta of the game. Uh, we we should also mention too that um, Jason is not the only enemy in this game. Well, main no. enemy, his no, no, mom is also in here. And uh, if anyone doesn't know their Friday the Thirteenth lore, his mom <laughs> is the killer. And the his mom, well, you've seen that movie. Well, yeah, his mom unfortunately, is the I did. Jesse, if <laughs> yeah. you're listening, movie's bad, bad. Uh, I tell you. Oh no, that first one's gonna great. hate that. First one's great. It really <laughs> is great. Awesome. It's the only one I've ever seen, and it's it's. Uh, we'll probably talk about that later too. But I just, first one mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, up to like maybe final chapter are all great. Eh, three's okay, but like up to final chapter, they're all pretty good. Felt, and then my they wife start getting fell like asleep watching text. <laughs> yeah, and it's in two where uh, you actually discovered. Well, Jenny discovers Jason's shack, oh, and inside yeah. of it is like this little shrine that he built with his mom's dead head on it, and he puts all the bodies of his victims around it. So in the game, it's doing the same exact thing, except for when you go in there, his mom looks like Medusa. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's- Castlevania Medusa, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they almost pulled a Halloween with Friday the 13th. Halloween. Yeah, you know how joke. the third Halloween movie has nothing to do with Michael Myers? It's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to like turn Halloween into like an anthology series. They wanted right. to do that with Friday the 13th Part 2. They were going to make it... They, it was it always, almost the exact same as Halloween, where Halloween 1 came out, and then originally they were going to do like as an anthology horror movie. They were all like every single one of them was going to be set on Halloween. But Michael Myers was so popular that in Halloween part two, they just kept having Michael Myers. And then when they did part three, everyone was like, what the fuck? Where's Michael Myers? Right. Yep. Same thing <laughs> happened to Friday the 13th part two. They wanted to make it a completely different movie that also just took place on Friday the 13th. But Jason was such a popular character in the first movie, despite only appearing at the very, very end of the first movie. That's a child. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. It's just all going to be about Jason. It's funny, too, because uh, John Carpenter is quoted as saying, like, 
he had a bottle of whiskey next to him and he just drank the whole thing writing Halloween too. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this guy. Uh, he's <laughs> like, the same guy. <laughs> yeah. There's a hospital in it. Oh, I've never <laughs> seen those movies either. Oh, those I actually bought right before this recording, I bought a eight pack uh eight pack at Walmart of the eight Friday thirteenth movies. I was gonna try to watch at least three of them before we recorded this episode. <laughs> I got through one of them. Uh I started watching two. My wife fell asleep during two and that's as far as I got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I asked Mike, I was like, hey, Mike, can I get those digital codes off you? He's like, oh, I threw them away. I threw away the receipt by accident. Because I think I I took the bag. I'm like, I need to keep this. I put it somewhere. And I'm like, oh, my dog wants to go outside. So I grabbed the bag and took the bag out with me. And I'm like, oh, no. So, (laughs) yeah. My dog was happy. Does that count? She was happy. No. (laughs) I think it's still. I want to say that Friday the 13th is still on Netflix, it's but not. I think it's one of those movies that's like, it's on Netflix in certain countries, so if you have oh, a VPN, oh, you okay. can watch it, if you figure out what countries it's available in, but <laughs> it's part of that like weird, hidden backlog of digital media that still exists. And I think you can yeah. rent it on like YouTube for three bucks or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, just go to any any video store, honestly. I, mean, like, I only up. bought the set because my wife is a big is big into horror movies. Like, she has Jason and Freddy and Michael Myers and it tattooed on her arm, hmm. and she's that's why I thought it was funny because she's she's seen these movies before, but she didn't remember any of them. She's you haven't. I was seen. asking her questions. She's like, I don't know. She's a big <laughs> Freddy fan. She's not a fan of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, I'm not uh, either. <laughs> so. I don't know if anyone caught this, but has anyone seen uh, Jason Lives Friday yes. Part Six? Okay, so there's a there's a scene in there with children where he's scaring them. He's just kind of studying them, and uh, the girl screams, and the camp counselors come to like console her, and she's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "Well, I was dreaming." She's like, "Well, what was wrong?" She's like, "There was a man that was everywhere." She's like, "What's your name, little girl?" And the little girl's name is like, "She's like, I'm Nancy." <laughs> I get that. Does anyone? Does anyone get my reference? Isn't that the girl in the first in the first Friday the Thirteenth uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. She was dreaming of Freddy. That's wow. Cool. Okay. That's really cool. That's, that's cool. how yeah. Freddy versus Jason happened. Also, yeah. and that's where the Jason and Freddy movies ended. There were no more after that one. <laughs> but there should have uh, been. Two thousand necro- three was the last time they ever made a Friday the Thirteenth. Or Nightmare on Elm Street, and I won't hear anything different. <laughs> and the Necronomicon is in one of the Friday the 13th movies, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, it's like only yeah. an Easter egg. Yeah. So Jason goes little, to hell. His little shelf. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. we should get back to. I like the game. how many. There's like. Um, okay. <laughs> there's Friday the 13th, the final <laughs> chapter. And then Jason Goes to Hell is also called Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Like, you could tell at what points they were like, all right, we got to end this fucking series. <laughs> it's the final chapter, and then immediately after that, they're like, fuck it, a new beginning. The writers think, are uh, always... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, I think after uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 or something, they had like a fake funeral for Freddy. They're like, he's not coming back ever. <laughs> and then they made another movie the next year. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the Halo thing. We're like, we're finishing the fight. <laughs> Five more Halo games. <laughs> oh, but back to the game. We were talking about how you fight the Medusa head. And you. Can, I guess you can kill... If you kill her on day two, because the game has a three-day system, you get the sweater, which I know is a yep. reference to one of the movies. It's uh, part two. The sweater she wears in, in the part first one, right? Part two? Part two. Yeah, you know, the first Jenny. one, it's just the mother, so they don't need a sweater. 
man. Well, the sweater's like it's it's just like bits and pieces of of items from Friday the 13th lore up to that point. The mom wore a sweater, so the sweater appears in the game as like special armor. Yeah, yeah basically. It makes you so that you take half damage. It's funny that like there's a machete in this game, but that you would think the machete it's Friday the 13th, you'd think the machete would be like the strongest weapon, but it's actually a pitchfork. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Have we any type make... of yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Is that is that from anything? The pitchfork? Um yes. Jason's killed a couple of people with the pitchfork. No. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Yeah. Um, but no, we should mention that when you do fight his mom, you can actually keep going back every other day and she'll give you something new. So like yeah. the first day, I think you get the knife or the machete and then machete. machete. The second day you get the sweater, and then the third day you get the pitchfork, which I gotta be honest, the pitchfork was fucking awesome. Like it's that re- <laughs> that tore through Jason. Yeah. It wrecked oh, yeah. him. I need to play this game again. I won't throw it. I really right? should. It's just like just fucking like clears out like i think what i saw yeah it's really yeah, good it, the videos goes, i watched like, it goes through everything it's just crazy mm-hmm. good. and you also one thing we we had mentioned as, as we mentioned earlier if you go to the small cabin you can actually trade weapons with counselors so if you have a day where you're, let's say your mark is all beat up and you don't want him to die with the torch or the pitchfork you can give it to somebody else and fight jason and then keep your weapons because if they die i think the weapon's gone but also yeah, at the yeah. end of the day they get healed we didn't mention yep. that at all, is when you nope. pick up a weapon, only that one counselor has that weapon. So, like, yeah. you are... We, we vaguely said, like, you build up your counselors, but, like, each counselor starts with, like, rocks that they throw. Yep. And when you find an upgraded weapon, only that one person has it. You gotta, like, keep switching back and forth. So, yeah, it's a good idea to have, like, two counselors, and you're switching back and forth between those two. Yeah. Oh, the, we should... The good one. Yeah, well, actually, Chrissy does start with girl power, so. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, all three of us are like, no, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Mike's like, what? <laughs> Virtual high five. Help me. How uh, do I end up on this place? Yeah, but that's another example of a good idea that makes sense in the world of the game that doesn't truck with actually playing the game for fun because – yeah, if let's say your one character gets the torch, it wouldn't make sense that everyone has the torch now. Everyone yeah. needs to get their own damn torch. Mm-hmm. Now, I couldn't tell this. And this is going to be a question. When I was playing, I felt like each character had to light all of the cabin uh, fireplaces to get that fire, that get the useless uh, flashlight. Is that the case? Or can like one do a couple, the other do a couple? I don't remember. Uh, I felt like I kept I believe... relighting, relighting fireplaces. I believe all of them have to do it, and it's See, to me it wasn't worth it because you're only going to use it to go through the cave, and to get through the cave, you just jump over two pits and then I think press yeah. up. Yeah, you can see a spot in the rocks that are, if you know it's there, that are jagged that tell you where to go. But again, it's one of those things you have to know it's there. And the other thing too is that you would think that if you light fireplaces, because like Mike said, the first thing it says is light all the fireplaces, and you go, yes, sir, game. I will do the thing you told me. And you would think that would get you a torch because fire equals torch. You think it would do something good. Flashlight, (laughs) which does nothing. Which, again, very frustrating. This game is just, it's not made to make sense. Talking about um, girl power, um, (laughs) we weren't trying to. Well, it got me thinking. um, (laughs) Chrissy's not the only character that you can play as that 
is like an actual character in the movies, right? I think Debbie is in part three as well. Uh, I thought I they like, were. Some of them are characters in the in the movies, but then like Paul, I was trying to find out. There's nobody named Paul. There's two people named Paul, but they're both white in the movies, and Paul's uh, <laughs> Paul's black in the game. And I was like, who is this supposed to be? <laughs> I don't. That's I mean, weird. I don't remember I mean, like those specific names in the movies. I I was gonna look that up too, but I was like, eh. The only one I remember were um uh Chrissy and Debbie, because Chrissy and Debbie were both in the final chapter. I think. But, yeah, I couldn't that. find any like I couldn't find any Laura's. I couldn't find that Paul. There's a couple like Georges and Chris. There's, or, yeah, Chris's, um, Mark, Georges there's a Mark, Mark in the first movie and the second movie. Yeah, I think the Mark, the Mark. I think Mark is a character from the second movie, and, and that's what that's supposed oh. to be. I think that's. Okay. Uh, and, I, I think that's. It's. It might be. Well, he's blonde, and Mark Jarvis is brown hair, so it's very confusing. I know in the, the in the, the first movie. Name. Mark gets pinned to the door with arrows that make yeah. absolutely no damn sense how that woman's <laughs> stuck him on the door with arrows going through him that don't puncture the door, you somehow hold his body up. And I was like, that does not make sense. That was hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a common theme in slasher movies. They, I, th- I think they were trying to one-up <laughs> each other with, like, stupid things holding people to walls because when <laughs> the first Halloween movie came out, at some point, Michael Myers, like, stabs his... Michael Myers uses a chef knife and he stabs it through a guy and it hangs the guy from a door. Like the chef knife goes all the way through him into this shitty wooden door and the guy's <laughs> hanging there. That's like true. a football player too. Like a like a 250 pound muscly football player. I don't <laughs> like or I don't like slasher movies. Hang that I should say on the door of the show. Oh, I love slasher movies. I hate them. Yeah. I don't best. watch them. Um I like I used to every Halloween was like my Halloween is still like my favorite time of year. Like when you get to fall and all the horror movies start coming on, I would just sit down and I'd watch like every bad slasher movie that was on sci-fi <laughs> a long all month long. Yeah. I would watch all the slasher movies and then inevitably they play Children of the Corn, which is not really That's a Halloween a good movie. movie, but it's a great movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, and then every Halloween they would do Ghost Hunters Live for three hours, and I watched all three hours of it every single year. Wow! Wow! Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I believe Ryan in Ghost. Ghost Hunters. I don't it was like great. Ghost Hunters. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to Friday the 13th. So we talked about the head. We talked about the different weapons you can get. And Laborty's head. Yeah, which I didn't even know that she cuts off her head with a machete until I watched the movie last. She doesn't cut off her head with a machete. That'd be crazy. Well, isn't that what she did? She hit, it, she hit her... I know, but the way you said it, it's, it made it sound like she cut off her own head. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, she swung Close the machete enough. way too hard, and it just followed through <laughs> like, all the way. She rolled a one. That's what happened. <laughs> she had a giant <laughs> stretch Armstrong arm that just kind of just wrapped around and lopped her head off. Yeah. Actually, she had the machete, and... Oh, God, who was the chick from the first movie? Who was the survivor girl? Oh, she didn't look very long. Alice, yeah. I liked her. <laughs> I was really and... sad when two starts, and the first thing you see her do is get an ice pick in the head. I was very upset. I like. I, okay. I could not Wait. believe. <laughs> I could not. Like, yeah, that's always a joke in, in that lore where, like, they got her back for a second movie to kill her off immediately. It's so fucking funny. So I have I have three fun facts about that. First off, when Pamela Voorhees gets her head cut off, the hands that are moving on screen, like, just moving around, those are um, Tom Savini's hands. Really? And you can actually see hair on them, yeah. 
For those who don't know, <laughs> Tom Savini is a famous, famous uh, visual effects artist. Yes. Yep. Okay, thank you. And, I know uh, who it was. Two, two more facts. Uh, one, that first scene in part two where Alice gets killed, the, when the screwdriver goes into her head, the first time they did that scene, it did not retract. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, they just stab her in the head? Yep. Wow, <laughs> and the first time Jason appears on screen is in that movie, and the you only see his legs walking around down the street. That's actually Jason was first played by a woman. That's a woman <laughs> right there. Huh. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> Fun Genuinely interesting. Also, he doesn't wear. A, he doesn't have a hockey mask in part two, right? No. No. I didn't get that far, but somebody in Overblood made a comment about him about Baghead, and I'm like, what are they talking about? Like sack, how, sackhead, yeah. Oh, okay. I like how I describe Tom Savini as a famous visual effects artist and not as an actor. He's also an actor, for those who don't know. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. his, his most famous role was in Once Upon a Time in Mexico as the guy with the crotch gun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, Dust Till Dawn, yeah. thank you, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, yeah. He, was, uh, he played character. a sex machine. Sex machine, <laughs> Is that yeah. really his character name? Okay, yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool story. It's a good movie. He was also a silly uh, movie. It is delightful. He, he was in my favorite Romero movie, which is impossible to find nowadays, uh, Martin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dawn of the Dead, because he's in that, too. I do. I, I mean, I love Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, he plays Blades in Dawn of the Dead. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, he's in Martin, which is like Romero's oh, little, a little, like, a little Romero movie about a vampire, but you never know mm -hmm. if he's really a vampire or not. Like, the whole plot mm -hmm. of the movie is he believes himself to be a vampire. <laughs> Um, okay. But you never really know for sure. I, I just, I love it so much, but it's so hard to find. If you find a VHS or DVD, I don't think it was ever actually released on DVD, was it? I don't think oh, so. It got like a single DVD release, I want to say like 2004, but it wasn't a very big one. Oh, it's, it's very hard to find copies of Martin, mm -hmm. like actual physical copies of Martin. I think the only one time I saw it, it was in one of those like Romero two packs or whatever. Yeah, that's like yeah. you're gonna find it more more often than not. Mm -hmm. I think it's on. Um, see, the annoying thing is like I've looked for it multiple times online to see if like like because I want to see like it was on like Google Movies or something or YouTube, and uh, there's a, a sitcom called Martin that was on BET. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, with Martin Lawrence. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so whenever I'm like like where can I watch Martin? It's like Martin Lawrence's show. <laughs> you can watch that everywhere. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I think that's enough about Martin. It's enough about yeah, Tin. Oh, how did we get here? Okay, anyway, let's talk about Martin Lawrence. Blue um, <laughs> Streak was a really undervalued movie. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson in it. It's great stuff. Okay, uh, so I think another thing we hadn't mentioned inside. yet in Friday the 13th is when you fight Jason inside the cabin, and each day progresses. In day two, he switches between two different, he gets faster. But in day two, you yes. know, he switches between day one and day three speed. And in day three, he just fast as hell and murders you if you're playing the way you're supposed to be playing this game. <laughs> yeah, he'll like, he like throws little shit at you when he's chasing you at some point. It's just nonstop. Like, Jesus Christ. I know, you know, he like changes weapons. Sometimes he's punching you. Sometimes he has an axe. Sometimes he has a machete, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, great when okay. he's, uh, it's great when he's punching you because it just looks like it is straight out of punch out. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's using his fist. If you show somebody um, like a little screenshot of of him using his fists, they're like, "What game is this?" They'd be like, "They like re-release Punch Out with like joke characters." And I don't know what's yeah. on. Yeah, 
<laughs> I was going to mention this at I was going to mention this at the open, but I was at the um, so I live in Austin, Texas, and we have the classic game fest here in Austin every year. And there was a guy in the cosplay competition who ca- who came dressed as uh, Jason from Friday the Thirteenth on the NES. He came with nice. the purple jumpsuit, and when he got on stage, he kind of did that sideways shuffle. <laughs> and did the few punches. It was awesome. beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, did, don't know why he did didn't he have, Did he have a uh, giant machete that looked like a toothbrush? Toothbrush? <laughs> no, but it was one of those con- or one of those festivals where they take away your weapons. I don't know. Uh, I guess don't hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty amazing <laughs> reference. Uh, it was really fun. Yeah, it's we we mentioned it earlier, but the the visuals of this jason are so popular now it's so funny to me that like people hate this game like with all like people just despise this game people have said like it's the hardest horror game ever made which i disagree with i don't like i disagree with that but um it's like it's like one of the worst games ever made which i mean there are worse games than this oh yeah but the like the look of that purple jason is so popular like they i think there's like a pop figure of it Really? Steph, yep. You have a figure. You have a figure of it. I have a NECA figure, yeah. Yeah. There, seen there's a Funko Pop that. of it, though. The 16-bit Jason, but it's in the blue color. It's great. So. I Yeah, that's like... It might be my favorite Jason look. It's pretty It's pretty rad, I gotta say. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's stupid, but it fits with this game. Yeah, it, well, it's like... I would really love... Like, when they said they were gonna do the new... Like, the Friday the 13th reboot. Part of me was like really hoping that it would be super stylized. Like, like I kind of want like uh, them to like do like a Stranger Things with Friday the Thirteenth and have it be like super eighties, but go like even more over like over the top eighties visual effects where it's just like the whole movie has a blue tint on it and like Jason's like that neon blue standing out. I would love that. Oh, that'd be awesome. I just want them to do like a super stylized Friday the Thirteenth movie. If slasher movies come back, they have to be. Like, um, oh god, what's that movie? Uh, The Guest, where it's like everyone has like uh, there's like synth techno playing over the entire movie, and there's a point at the end where like they're in like a rave or something, and it's just like really harsh reds and blues and greens. Like that's what I want <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth to look like from now on. <laughs> everyone should That'd watch the cool. game. <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, and then eventually, I think we're kind of wrapping up this game. That's- one thing I do the want game to say: is only like forty minutes. It's like, yeah, you can be. Yeah, oh yeah, if you know what content. you're doing. This game is really fucking short. If you don't yeah. know what you're doing, you'll never figure it out without someone Ooh. telling you. Yeah. Or you throw your face in through the TV, but <laughs> it doesn't explain anything to you. But when you beat Jason, as an as one as one person put it, it ends like any horror movie or any Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's like you beat Jason for now. Is he dead? We're not telling. Something like that, isn't it? Something yeah, stupid. Mm-hmm. it was like the classic slasher, like, oh, like, will he? It'd be great if it'd be great if he did the James Bond thing. And it's like Jason will return in <laughs> Casino <laughs> Royale. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, um, anything else you guys want to men- uh, mention about the game before we go on to a poll I did? Um, I mean, we were talking about the length of it. I was like, this is one of those games that I actively looked up speed runs of because I was curious to see how quick anybody beat it. And some speed, like there are a ton of speed runs that are like, like I think they're the, I don't know if the if it's the current record or the former record. One was like three minutes and twenty seconds. What? My God. Uh, yeah, awesome. there were there were a lot that were like that were like in between three minutes and four minutes. That's I amazing. Think, 
Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, this might be the current record at a minute 54. How is that possible? There's got to be a glitch or something that they're using. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike's yeah. like, I beat that with cheats. No, it took me. It took me thirty to forty minutes because I only had the knife. I couldn't find the torch. I couldn't. I didn't do anything. It takes forever if you use just a knife and just pick at them. Even with cheats, it still took me. It took me a good hour sitting there playing back and forth trying to finish this game. Yeah. Oh wow. Just like the. It looks like they use some kind of exploit to get the torch immediately. Oh wow! Holy shit! Yeah, within twenty seconds they have the torch. How is wow. that even a thing? Wow. Uh, All right. Respect. Oh, it's just like, I guess it's just a, yeah, it depends on where you start. You can, <laughs> it depends yeah. on where you start. You can just get the torch immediately. There's also so. a lot of randomness to this game, too, that plays a part. There's a lot of things are random, where where Jason is, things of that nature. Well, doesn't but, Jason actually go in a pattern, like, when he's going around the cabin? His, I thought I saw that somewhere. is in a yeah. pattern, but he can also choose to go around one of the other circles. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So but there's a little it's bit always, it's always counterclockwise. Is what yeah, it is. That part's obviously mm -hmm. true. All right. Well, I also I'm I absorbed a... by this speed run. This is insane. <laughs> okay, you enjoy that. I'll read my poll. <laughs> I did a poll to ask people what their favorite Friday Thirteenth movie is. Because my favorite is Freddy vs Jason. Because <laughs> uh, the, the only one I saw until I saw the first one a couple nights ago. I mean, it's not a bad one. Freddy vs Jason is it's goofy, but it's not a bad movie. I haven't seen it in years, but I remember liking it when I was in high school. So it's, whether or not I would still like it, I don't not... know. There's a part where Jason or Freddy shows up as like a weird caterpillar thing, and the CGI Ooh. is just god awful. I remember. Yeah. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh. Has a so I did the poll. Uh, the number one voted between the two different gr uh, groups I did it was was part six with 21 votes. Uh, not surprising. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Jason Lives is very very popular. And the next one was part four, the final. I was result. God. I was about Ooh, to say not surprising. I was gonna say final chapter. Yeah, <laughs> I know when I, I know when I bought that set, Stefan's like, you need to watch number four and watch number six. Those are the good ones, and I watch number one, and I'm just like, oh. Final well, chapter. I just... um, they bring back Tom Savini, and Ooh. he does all the uh, the effects for it, and he does like Jason out of the mask and uh, Tommy Jarvis like dressing himself up as Jason. It's so good. Yeah. I might. Yeah. I'm gonna try to watch more of them throughout October, but we'll just see. watch final chapter. You don't have to watch the rest. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they're all like they they start to get really goofy pretty quickly after final chapter. But like, Jason takes Manhattan is one of those movies that is great to watch for people who are diehard fans of slasher movies because it's just so much like jokey ridiculousness in it. Like yeah. when he punches um. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> when he punches the guy's <laughs> head off. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the actor. Who's the name of the actor? <laughs> he punches the guy's head off of his fucking head body. Um, I forget his name. That's in Jason Takes Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. And then it it rolls, it flies off a building and rolls into a garbage can, and the garbage can closes. <laughs> yeah, it's like slapstick. <laughs> it's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, probably will never just add like all they needed was like to add like wacky sound effects. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, God, like I watched the first great. one, and the only thing that made sense is that everybody's like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing here?" And all of a sudden, they get stabbed. I mean, they, that made sense. If you saw an old woman until she pulled out the knife, you wouldn't be too scared of her. Like that yeah. made sense. But 
you know, fun fact about that too, uh, Siskel and Ebert, they uh, reviewed that movie very harshly. And the person who played Pamela Voorhees was Betsy Palmer. And I think it's, who's the brown haired one? Is it Siskel? Ebert has like white hair now. Ebert has white hair and yeah. Yeah, so Siskel. One of them's dead, so. Siskel literally said like, how could Betsy Palmer do this to her fan base? Here's her address, write her and tell her how horrible she is. Oh my God, really? Yep. What he the really fuck, did that. Oh my God. It we was like before the internet, but still, that's pretty shitty. Siskel sucked an actress up. in 1980. What the fuck? Yeah, that's pretty real. <laughs> Not fun. Jesus Christ. Why would you do that with something? That's so fucked up. <laughs> so mean. That's almost as mean. bad as uh, his Fight Club review. Yeah, when, I don't remember what him, year John Lennon got shot, but still, I mean, I well, should know that. Well, but that same way, people are crazy. About it, when I asked Betsy Palmer about it, she was like, "Well, those who can and those who can't do criticize." Yeah, that's basically. <laughs> <one>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I was saying about the first movie. So I mean, I just it didn't grab me. Like I will try to watch more just because like I feel like I should see these movies. Because when I was a kid, I was terrified of horror movies. I still don't like them. But I never watched any of these as a kid. I avoid. I was. I avoided anything that was horror. So, yeah, it's funny. I'm in the same boat as Michael. I actually, the way I describe, because again, I'm the same way. I'm not a big horror movie guy. I I like them to a certain extent. I don't like jump scares. I don't. You know, that whole thing really turns me off. Um, but but I feel like Friday the Thirteenth, the movie. I've seen it in the course of my 38 years of life at some point in different pieces on TV at someone's house. So if I collected all my Friday the 13th memories, it would probably make a whole movie. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah. so I, I feel like I've experienced all of it. Yeah. My favorite thing about that is you've definitely seen parts of other movies and just, amalgamated them into Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why does Jason look different halfway through this movie? <laughs> oh, right. I mean, it's just one of those things I feel like is just kind of ubiquitous. It's like always been there. So, well, the uh, but I... One... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah, okay, but... that was it. Uh, okay. The first one's like, the first one doesn't have a lot of jump scares, actually. The first one's like very, has like a lot of atmosphere and it's just tensity to it. And the fact that like Jason isn't even in the movie is probably... Right. Like, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, when they think of, like, Friday the 13th, I think they imagine that all the movies are pretty much the same, like, schlocky horror. But that first movie is, like, it's fantastic. It's just nothing but build up for the entire movie and the reveal. It's supposed of, to be, well, it's a thriller. I mean, that same idea of, uh, it just, I don't know, didn't do it for me. Yeah, and, and what I kind of, like, the way I kind of see with the end of the first Friday the 13th is, is it kind of... It reminds me again a lot of Halloween. I think it has very similar lineage, I suspect, um, because mm-hmm. it's all there was. There was not a lot of money, and it, everything is built off of really great technique. So it's slow paced, and it's got some really cool effects. But everything is just built off of tension, which is free. If you just right. all that requires is really good filmmaking and and film craft to make something that's so tense. Yeah. Um, so I just think they're marvelous and just. Um, examples of what you can do with very little with some skill yeah the budget it's funny it was like half a million dollars which sounds like a lot of money because oh no but back in like movie terms that's like that's nothing yeah yeah the only horror movie i really like that i that i liked as a kid and i still like is it i love stephen king's it that tv movie oh no that's the one that grabbed me I remember as a kid, I, first, I was terrified of horror movies. I wouldn't, I was just terrified of movies in general for a while. 
and I saw that movie on one Halloween or the Saturday before Halloween, and I watched that whole movie. And ever since then, I was like, I'm okay with this. I really, and I just, it helped me. <laughs> it helped oh, me through stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. We had like a, because it was a TV movie, we had like a VHS recording that somebody had made. And I, like, we, I don't know how we got a hold of it, but they were like selling it at a video store. A recording of the TV movie, like wow, yeah, I feel like it's <laughs> definitely illegal happen there, but um, someone yeah, skipping like, the commercials manually and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally bought the DVD uh, copy of it, and I was like, oh, this actually looks good. It doesn't look like a shitty recording that somebody made on their VCR <laughs> on USA. <laughs> yeah, it had the it it had the TV logo in the bottom corner of it the entire time. <laughs> so I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, I was like, "Oh, is that not supposed to be in the movie?" <laughs> it's weird that other movies don't have that in them. <laughs> oh, the good uh, old days, huh? Yeah, it's weird how this all came together. too um, do you guys know the movie Last House on the Left? Yes, I, I know yeah. of it. The original was created by two guys, John Carpenter and Sean Cunningham. John Carpenter went on to do Michael Myers, and Sean Cunningham went on to do Friday the 13th. Oh, so, kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like everyone knew each other and they were just ripping each other off in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right, should we move on ideas? <laughs> you guys ready to move on to listener questions? Sure. I hope they're all mm-hmm. Friday the 13th based. Or just they are. I'll answer any horror movie question. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're they're all. I mean, I got it from a couple different groups. I mean, I shouldn't say listener question because they're questions, memories, comments. I just kind of say, here, post stuff, people. I might read it. That's about how it happened. All right, first one I want to read from Keith O'Donnell. Ha, have fun? Question mark. No, I did not have fun playing this game. I did. <laughs> I actually did. I actually had a pretty good time yeah. with it. I felt bad because again, this is the kind of game that's been AVGN'd to death, right? And it's everyone. Ooh. This has kind of gone through the ringer. So when I went into it, I wanted to, like, temper my expectations a bit. I didn't want to go into it the idea, oh, this is going to be brutal. It was hard, but I'm like, you know, I could – if I was better at it and had more time to get better at it, this is some pretty cool ideas here. Again, just really bad execution. I'm let <laughs> you know exactly what to do. So. Yep. All right. Another thing I want to read from Robert Seal. I mean, oh. it's one of LJN's better games. Take that as you will. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That made me laugh. For those that don't know, LJN is not known for making good games, let's say. Oh, we got uh, a, a toy company <laughs> that decided that they were going to try to weasel into the, the video game market. Except and... that mm-hmm. we are, Basically. I'm going to say this now, next year in Spooktober, we're going to play Nightmare on Elm Street for NES. So, not before, but next next Spooktober. I think, um... I do that. It's like Lego the only toy company that's, like, consistently released incredibly popular games. <sighs> Maybe I can't, I can't think of any other like toy. Co- I guess you could argue that like Star Wars is a toy company. Blah blah. blah but, it was a toy like, company. Oh, it was a toy company. <laughs> it was a toy company. Yeah, but I know what yes, you mean. Nintendo, yeah. like, because like Lego oh. moved in to making video games. Because I remember when like the first Lego games were coming out, people were like, "That oh, is stupid. No one's gonna play a Lego game." But mm-hmm. they're all really fun and really great. Yeah. No, they're great. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I I really don't know. I can't think of of any other toy companies that Mm -hmm. made like really popular games. McFarlane toys, but (laughs) I don't think any (laughs) of those games were popular. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that reminds me. I actually bought a McFarlane toy a couple days ago at Walgreens. It was uh, oh god, 
I'm also I can't think of his name. David Bowie from Labyrinth. Oh, uh, Tiff uh, is obsessed with Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, so it was a figure of of his character. Oh, Labyrinth. <laughs> power of the babe, babe with the power. Who oh, you bought, said? You said I, I bought David Bowie from Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have his carcass. David Bowie didn't <laughs> die; he just got transformed. And he's like he's like, he's like the movie Mannequin. Every night he comes back alive. During the day, he's just a figure. <laughs> we sit there and play Ziggy Stardust together. I play my Guitar Hero controller. Dance uh, magic, oh, dance magic, dance. Oh, okay. At some point. <laughs> Good movie. All right. Some more questions. One from Stefan Finley. I played it endlessly as a child. I want to get it again to play it now that I know there's more to it than just walking forward and throwing rocks at Jason. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more. Do it. Yeah, you should. Yeah, there's a lot more in this game than people uh, people think there is. I mean, I I've been hating on this game this episode partly because I felt someone should because no one else was. <laughs> but I, I honestly I thought I was going to. I, I don't. For sure. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be terrible in this game i expected uh, you guys to honestly i cheated so i, I mean, thought I was my version <laughs> my version yeah. was different than what other people played because i couldn't die if it wasn't for game genie codes i would have never seen the first day end of this game i'd have been like fuck you Stefan. fuck jason fuck this game technically mike because because if you like if all the counselors and kids die you lose as well so i wonder if yeah. you i wonder if you could still lose the game in like god mode uh, I don't. He can kill the kids. I want. Yeah, he can kill the kids. Yeah, if he kills all the, there's like, I mean, it's a lot. Like he's got to really do some work. But there's 15 kids. He um, kills five at a time if you don't do anything. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. They can go fast if you're not. Even I think on day three too, if you get there and the counter is very low, then God, you still I've, lose children. I've got a fuck. Oh my god! I just had like the weirdest like image in my head of Jason just walking to a room of five kids like. Picking one up and killing the other kids with one kid. I had the exact same thought as while playing this game because I'm weird. It's just I had the further thought was I'm sitting there going, so what happens when the counselor leaves? Just the other kids just sitting there with the dead bodies, like, all right, put all our thumbs, shove them in the corner, I guess. I don't know. Jason X, where he's killing the one girl with the other girl. This is with five kids. Oh my god! All right, I think I need to. Yeah. And then oh, I okay. my sanity Jason, after that. what That's should what I... we do? <laughs> he like walks in. It's like the scene from fucking um the, the Star Wars episode three. He's like, Jason, what are you doing here? He pulls out his machete. <laughs> the kid looking up at him. <laughs> okay. It's still George Lucas's son for some reason. They didn't change. I, 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 <laughs> Jarvis is like, you killed younglings. <laughs> you were supposed oh, no. to run the camp, Jason, not destroy it. <laughs> I okay. got the high ground. <laughs> I have the, it's I have the dry grounds. Yeah, flopping around it's in the, the lake. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this one from Ant Antoine Thomas. I used to rent this game from the local video store. I could never figure it out. I watched the video of folks beating it in eight eight minutes, and like, how was an eight year old me supposed to figure that out? You're not supposed to figure this nope. out. I mean, this is the kind of game I guess you would struggle at for months before you figured out what the hell you're doing. I mean, yeah, if you're oh. if you're that kid who got this game in 1989 and this was the only game you had on the NES, then you probably sat down and you played it until you could beat it in that time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's exactly. all you had to do that year. So, yeah, that was this was Christmas present, 1989. Then, yeah, you figured you it out. You got a bad Christmas. Uh, it was a so different you, era back in, oh, the, yeah. totally. back in the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. 
people that are like, oh, things were better back then. Like, go fuck yourself. Nope. Nope. <laughs> things, things were so much worse. <laughs> oh, this one's funny. Uh, from Jonathan O'Donnell. You know how they're coming out with that collection that has Aladdin and Lion King? It'd be great to get a similar package with the old horror games. So somebody wow. wants LJN horror games. None of them are cool. like, this is the only playable version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be not great. Very, that would be quite nice. Yeah, why not? I mean, a horror collection. I'll buy, I'll buy anything in a physical collection if you throw a five dollar tag on it. So you know. I mean, between um, Friday the Thirteenth and like Dead by Daylight, we're seeing a resurgence of like cool horror characters and games. Mm-hmm. Is it Dead by Daylight that got uh? Is it Dead by Daylight or Friday the Thirteenth that got Ash Williams? Dead by Daylight. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth yeah. cannot have anything added to it because of a lawsuit. There was a lawsuit with the Friday the 13th franchise that someone had it mm-hmm. and then lost it, and then the Friday the 13th team wants to make actual updates like new areas or new Jason skins. Like They have to renegotiate the rights, and they're not going to. Oh, that sucks. Yep. yep. So, well, I guess play Dead by Daylight then. <laughs> Dead by Daylight is a good game. <laughs> it is a good game. I, well, I say that. I've only... I, I, I have owned Dead by Daylight for like... Oh God, since it came out pretty much. Somebody told me to get it so that I could play with them. Um, didn't tell me that they had it on PlayStation. I bought it on, on computer, so <laughs> the extent of my actual playing Dead by Daylight on my own computer is me opening it and then closing it and then never touching it again. <laughs> it's fun with the right people. I had I, I had some friends that actually one guy was on the show a long time ago, Rich, where we played um we played a little bit of it here and there. Yeah. Just we need that it. uh crossplay Sony. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I can tell you that right now okay i have a couple more i want to read before we, we wrap this part up uh from matthew ladwig i feel like this game gets gets a bad rap it's not great but it's definitely playable and the mechanics with the kids and other counselors getting attacked and needing to be rescued were interesting albeit a bit flawed in their Im- implementation or however you say that word I, yeah i'm right there with you right yeah. there with you guy <laughs> yep high yeah. five Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a couple of real, real questions right now. <laughs> <laughs> First, I got to read this from Michael Hughes, uh, the guy that was on the show last week. Approximately how long do you think it would take you to leg- legitimately beat this game without cheats, or is it even possible? And I said... Uh-huh. Oh, and at first, my first file was like, you think I would cheat, Mike? And his yes. reply was, gasp, never! Yeah. Huh. It, took about, uh, it took me about an hour. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, it's it's doable. It's not... I mean, I couldn't... I fucked this game. But if you, you know what you're doing, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, just stumbling over something. Uh, 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 fuck it. <laughs> like, oh, this one from uh, Steve. I really thought we'd mention Kevin Bacon by now in the show. We sh- oh, he's in the first movie, and then he yeah. gets an arrow through the neck. Not an arrow yeah. to the knee, an arrow to the neck. We mentioned, we mentioned uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't even mention Johnny Depp. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Didn't even mention Kevin Bacon. I think this is the first time I've heard the first movie mentioned without Kevin Bacon coming up immediately. <laughs> Yeah, really. He's a very we young Tom Savini before we mentioned Kevin Bacon. Making <laughs> <laughs> he chased worms in the desert. <laughs> I don't like those movies, by the way. Uh, you don't like Tremors? I am angry. I'm. <laughs> Tremors is like. Oh god, Tremors is like. One I haven't best. seen it in years. Watch it again, it's, Mike. Yeah, it's I a think that's become a movie, new, Mike. A new thing we're going to do on the show at some point. Movies Mike hasn't seen in over 10 years. And people are like, this is great. And I'm like, I will I watch Trippers at least once a year. I think that's one of the best, like, modern horror movies ever made. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's a scandalous hot take, Mike. Yeah, that's it's, uh, it's pretty it's pretty glorious. I actually haven't seen it in a while, too. I, all I want to do now is watch Tremors. That's all. That's, yeah, that's my next goal in life. Tonight. 
Yeah, literally, I might, I might have to do that. <laughs> Just make that sure you send me the episode life. first. I'll even watch the second one. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I could be wrong. I just remember I haven't seen it since over be- be- when I was still in high school, so 2003 or so, and I remember thinking it was okay. Oh, that movie's so it's good. Great. It's just a it's just like a remake of Jaws, but in the best way. Yep. There's so many things that Tremors does right that's just so good. Oh, uh, another uh, thing I want to read from Michael Hughes again. Do you think that if Jason wasn't hit by the car in the prologue, Ethan and his wife would have stayed together, and would Sean still have targeted by? Would Sean still have been targeted by the J- origami origami killer? Press X to Jason. Oh God! Oh <laughs> wow! I have, to parse, I have to parse that out in threes. I got it. Wow. Okay. Heavy, for those listening, they're like, "What the fuck?" It's a heavy rain joke. Yeah, heavy rain. It's a heavy rain. Oh, it's a rough heavy rain. rain is... Heavy rain. If you found finally found Jason, and it was just Jason Voorhees, that'd be amazing. <laughs> heavy rain is strange game. It's just it's child Jason. <laughs> He's <laughs> flopping around in the water somewhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I have two more I want to read because these are actually good questions. Uh, from Breaking Floyd, which Jason was your favorite? I can't answer this, but maybe one of you two can. Oh, man. Um, it's a hard question, honestly. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's, it's like, do you go on kills, performance, outfit, aesthetic? Or do I they mean, mean like? Do they mean like Kane Hodder versus um? Who's the other guy who did it? Um, Sean. Everyone else. Everyone yeah. else. Yeah. I mean Kane Hodder. Honestly, <laughs> uh, CJ Graham, I think, was the other guy. It was like the big mm-hmm. Jason. Yeah, and Ted White from Ted Final White. Chapter. Yeah. I think. I think. Oh man. I think Final Chapter is my favorite Jason because you get to see Jason. You get to see like three different Jasons. In that movie, essentially, you should see Jason. You get to see Jason with his mask fucked up, where like part of his face is coming through, and then you get to see him without the mask. And it's like you get up like the full, you get the full Jason in Final Chapter. And I mean, it's Tom Savini yeah. coming back after the first movie, and he just does a great job. Jason's just so creepy looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I'm gonna go with part six. Okay, that's uh, that's where we finally get Zombie Jason, that's where he true. comes back from the grave, like Frankenstein. Yeah, um, I didn't come from the grave. As much as I love Jason X, Jason X is like such a stupid looking Jason. Yeah, Uber Jason. Uber Jason. Yeah, <laughs> that movie. I don't remember it well, but I remember laughing at it. It's so it's such a dumb outfit where he's got like, it's nano machines. It's literally nano machines. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fox die. <laughs> All right. Last question. It does look like a then we're done with this part. Um, do you, from Brent Johnson, do you think Jason would have left the campers alone if they weren't also just so damn horny all the time? Oh, uh, no, probably no. It's like his. It's like his area. As long as you stay out of Crystal Lake, he will never kill anyone. Unless yeah. they have they have the Book of the Dead from Evil Dead in the comics. Or <laughs> <Our> Naked Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right and it's like the the illuminati's going in there to get the necronomicon that makes sense i would actually watch that that'd be awesome if oh, they yeah. showed... <laughs> what's that group what's the group from um the evil dead tv show um oh man there's like a group in the show that is working like on the side of good in the background it's like trying to help like keep ash alive because he's the chosen one um mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the group, but I would watch a movie or show where it's like them trying to get into Camp Crystal Lake 
to steal the Necronomicon from Jason. That'd be awesome. That should have been an episode of the show, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys ready to go to Shelfer Box? I think so. Knights of Samaria, that's what they're called. All right. Uh, <laughs> Stefan, since this is your pick, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm actually going to talk real quickly about my first encounter actually ever seeing Jason. Um, it's like two, it's like a, the shortest memory in my mind. I was uh, bugging Wait, my dad. <laughs> yeah, we were out camping and we heard <laughs> screams. <laughs> People were naked running. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were at home and uh he was watching star trek and he was flipping back and forth between channels and i think i was like four or five years old i said dad this is boring star trek sucks which of course later i regret saying that yeah, but that's very wrong <laughs> he he switched it over to friday the 13th and immediately it's just jason like axing a girl in the face and he's like <laughs> do you want to watch this instead and i'm like star trek star trek <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I've, it's been a part of my, this franchise has been a part of my life, like forever for 32 years. And, uh, I love Friday the 13th. I'm a whore for it. I got the merchandise. I got the video games. I got the damn comic whore. books. Yeah. Horror, 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 I'm a horror. Uh, but yeah, I I was genuinely surprised by this game, and part of the reason why I picked it is because, you but a little behind because... the scenes, I asked Mike and Stu. I said, "Are you guys ever going to pick anything like NES?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to be the guy." <laughs> so I and you know it's kind of nice too because it's a shorter game. It makes our week easier. It's a nice little breather. But yeah, I was genuinely surprised by the game. It's it's legitimately fun and it kind of does make sense in its own weird wacky parody way so yeah it's going on my shelf okay bill <laughs> how about you um so remind me i you, you can cut this if you want shelf or box i don't remember the bit it won't get cut but uh, <laughs> well, it's good to explain to the it. audience every now and again too <laughs> yeah we should if you like it something that you're going to play again something you're going to talk about something that you want to be like hey this is a good game goes in your shelf box you don't want to talk about it you're, okay you played it it's done yeah, I, if it's a game that you choose to identify yourself with in some way. Huh. Uh, I don't know if I choose to identify myself with it. Again, I think from a historical standpoint, uh, as I mentioned before, I don't – when I was growing up, I was a lily-livered sissy boy, right? I did not like <laughs> horror. I didn't like scary stuff at all. Um, still kind of that now. But uh, I, as far as a game goes, experiencing it for the first time – you know, I think I would actually shelf this a little bit. Um, I'd shelf like my emulated version, not a box. I wouldn't put that up there, but I'll keep my I'll keep my little ROM file on my computer. Why not? Um, I just think it's very interesting, and I think there's a lot here that you can dig into if you're willing to put in the time. I just wish that again somebody else gave three more months of this. You know, spent three more months on the creation, balance it a little better, reduce the the penalty tax. You know, the tax for failure and you know, make it just a little more um, approachable, and I think this would be like a little, a little gem. But uh, you know, I really enjoyed it with all the failures I had. I really did enjoy my time with it to a certain extent. So, yeah, I'm gonna shelf this one. Why not? Okay, I was not expecting that. Well, that's cool. Oh, Stu, how about you? Like I said, you wouldn't put the box on your. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually looking at a poster of the box art right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the box art is great. It's first of all, it's so like. It late is actually 80s, great. early 90s. It's got like the rainbow coloring in there for some reason. 
And Jason's holding up axe. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a sense. still from I think um Jason three. Oh, Jason three. I think it's a still from Friday the thirteenth, the third movie, I wanna say. It says destroy Jason if you can. Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah. from that's from part seven. Uh it can't be from part seven, because part seven came out after the game, didn't it? No, it didn't. I came out a year before the game, so that makes sense. Um mm-hmm. a new blood. But yeah, yep. I'm I'm gonna put this game on my shelf for sure. Um Going into it, again, I thought I was going to hate it. All I've heard about this game is that it's like a broken mess. It doesn't work. And going into it, I was like, I, I think I, I think I might have, this game might have been reviewed wrongly when it first came out. I think this game got it like an unfair treatment. Yeah. Probably, I mean, probably because like there were a lot of toy games coming out of the time. Like a lot of toy companies were just releasing. Like I mean, famously, ET was just, <laughs> like one of the worst games ever made. One of the most broken messes um so like when you compare it like to that era it makes sense that people would just say oh this game sucks um because it's a toy game but i think yeah going back to it it's got some interesting mechanics in it it's the fact that you're just trying to kill jason before he can kill all the kids so there's like that timed element and you're you're exploring camp crystal lake and trying to like you're finding like little iconic things from the movie like I said, the box art's fantastic. Jason looks great in the game. He's got that blue tint. That just looks so cool. And, oh God, the box art's so good. I'm definitely buying this poster. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we made fun of the fact that there's only two musical tracks in the game, but they're both pretty fun tracks. They're both pretty, like, like schlocky horror tracks on the NES. Surprisingly, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, that, yeah, this game was a huge surprise for me. I, I really found myself enjoying it, and... I don't know if I'm going to go back to play it again anytime soon, but like I said, I like it took me about an hour to beat the first time. I could see myself going back and playing it again. I could see myself like well, like while there's a Friday the 13th marathon on TV being like, maybe I should play the game while I watch this. Yeah, you should. So, definitely going on my shelf. I, I had a lot more fun with this than I thought I was going to. Plus, I'm a huge horror whore like Stefan. So. <laughs> horror whore. <laughs> That's like a Harry Potter villain. The horror wars are here. <laughs> Cast a spell. Yes. Um, it's That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Learn something different, last. Harry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's obvious where this is going for me. Just going in the box. Not that, and I will say this is, I also agree, this is not a bad game. It's just a misunderstood game because they took the instructions and threw them out the window and they said, here you go, have fun. And it doesn't explain anything to you. And that, to me, that hurts the game a lot. But it's not not anywhere you call it a bad game. Like it, I, I will never play it again. I didn't like it. I had to use cheat to even get anywhere in it, but that's partly because I am not an NES gamer. You can give me Mario World and I'm going to struggle. I am not good at old games at all. I'm an RPG guy, but we don't really do yeah, RPGs on the show. <laughs> yeah, but I can level, I can play, and I can go for a while, and that's why I like them. But no, this, this is not a game for me. It, I mean, it is misunderstood, as we said. It really is, because it doesn't explain to you. There's so many different things to this game, and it, it is kind of a cool game. Once you watch videos on it, and you listen to what people have to say, and you really understand what you're doing, it has some cool elements, but it's yeah. not for me. Would, yeah. would you say this is uh, this is like the hardest survival horror game you've played, Mike? Well, I use cheat, so it wasn't hard for me, but I don't think so. It's more just I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. So also, when you give me the ability to cheat, it's different. And I had the ability to save states, so I don't, it's hard to say. 
I can't legitly say. I mean, the reason it was hard is because I had to hold down and press left to dodge a to do a boxing match with a with a mass murderer. I mean, that's a little different than actually being a hard survival horror game where I have to actually think about it and judge my ammo and things of that nature. And I didn't hate <laughs> this game much as I hated Fallout. So you know what? That's there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I fucking hated Fallout One. I'm still game. surprised by that, genuinely. <laughs> All right, I, I think that go back and play Fallout One at some point, <laughs> someday. Make us play it again for the show. Oh, I guess we still have to play Fallout Two as well. Yeah, Fallout Two, I someday we can do. But okay, mm-hmm. I think that wraps up our show for box. I think I'm going to introduce what we're going to play next week. What we're going to, yeah, next week we are going to dig into a Japanese-only game. We're playing Clock Tower for Super Nintendo. So very nice. Uh, so nice. that's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I, we get chased. chased by a guy with a that's gonna punch us. We get chased by a guy with a big, a little guy with a big pair of scissors. Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What you guys are coming away with? I'm not sure how I feel yet about it. I'm, I kind of picked it. I mean, it's one of those things we kind of just agreed on. But yeah. So that's that should be fun. All right. If you guys get a chance, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where I'm, I post images of the different of screens of the upcoming game that we're going to be playing. I also want to give another shout out to that podcast I mentioned earlier called Movement Radio. There will be a link in the show notes. They talk about wrestling and other pop culture things. Also want to thank Bulby, aka Mike Stoney, for his song "Cool Kid Squad" from his EP "Bite the Bullet." That is our awesome intro and outro. I think I've said that thing. More times than I thought you could in different words. Hmm. <laughs> the same words. <laughs> All right. Anything? Uh, Bill, do you have anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Uh, no. Uh, just uh, my uh, my main video gaming thing is if you go to thewellreadmage.com, I uh, contribute the occasional article uh, there. Of course, retro gaming um, under the handle the Thunder Mage, and um, I also write for a blog called the Austinot, austinot.com, hyper local Austin culture blog, things to eat, see, do, drink in town. So if you live in Austin, Texas, that's the place to go to find out um, the hot thing to do and the I'll cool thing to do. There are people who do download her. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, on Twitter, I'm Bill Tucker TSP. So Bill Tucker Teaspoon. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. I every time. Twitter handle. Every yeah. time somebody says Austin, Texas, it always reminds me of Tom Green when he says Boston, Texas. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Austin, Massachusetts. I was just fucking thinking about that the other day, too. That's what I said. I was just thinking about that because I was trying to, we were figuring out our fucking tickets, and I was like, yeah, we're going to Boston, Boston, Texas. That's funny. I got <laughs> I'm from the East Coast, so I could have done a Austin, Texas, but uh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's been Austin. stripped from me. So she said he was in Boston. No, I said Austin. You said Austin. Austin. Yeah, no. Boston, Texas. <laughs> All right, everyone have a wonderful night, and we will see you next week. Or sooner. You know what? I'm going to go watch Trevor's. Let's do it. Yep, go watch. All right. Bye, everybody. Whoa!